كلمة في القبطي ثيسية ثيسية معناها زبيحة طب هل في احنا بنقدم زبائح؟ اه بنقدم زبائح انت في كل قداس تقول زبيحة التسبيح واخد بالك في المزامير بيقول يكن رفع يدي كزبيحة مسائية امامك في بولس الرسول بيقول نقدم له ثمر شفاه ذبيحة التسبيح وبعدين برضو لما بيتكلم لا تنسوا فعل الخير لأنهم بذبائح مثل هذه يصر الله فكل دي تضحيات ذبائح مزبيحة يعني واحد بيضحي بحاجة واحد بيزبحك في ثلاث كلمات بنفرق بينهم كلمة تقدمة وكلمة قربان وكلمة ذبيحة ومش مفروض نلخبط بين بين الثلاث كلمات الذبيحة في العهد القديم كان فيها سفك دم ده الذبيحة واخد بالك لكن في العهد الجديد بقي كل بذل يبذله الانسان وكل ضحية بيضحي بها دي ذبيحة يعني انا مثلا لما بقف طول القداس وانا تعبان ومنهك بس بغصب على نفسي اقف دي ذبيحه عشان كده بولس الرسول في روميه 12 يقول اي بيسيتش يو فاطلب اليكم ايها الاخوه برافه الله ان تقدموا اجسادكم ذبيحه هي ذبيحه اهي حيه مقدسه مرضيه عند الله عبادتكم العقليه انا لما بقف كده انا بقدم جسد ذبيحه لما بعمل مطنيات وقف اقوم وابقى نفسي هتقطع وعرقت ده ذبيحه لما بصوم والجوع يقرص عليا ويقول لا انا مش هاكل قبل الساعه 3 او الساعه 5 او الساعه 6 بعد الظهر وابقى جعان ده ذبيحه انا بقدم جسدي ذبيحه يبقى كلمه ذبيحه فيها نوع من انواع البذل البذل ودي اللي هي ثيسيه بالقبط ولما تيجي تقرا المرض هتلاقيها ثيسيه اما القربان هو ما أتقرب به لله ما أتقرب به لله يعني مثلا كل ما بيستخدم في العبادة الليتورجية ده القربان فمثلا الشمع لو جبت شوية شمع يبقى أنا بقدم قربان عشان كده أشيط القرابين طول الشموع وكتب القراءة والزيت وأواني المسبح دي كل حاجات بتقرب بها لله وهذه كلمة قربان يتقرب إلى الله والحاجة الثالثة التقدمة دي اي شيء انا بقدمها لله بقدم يعني مثلا ايه لو بنبني كنيسه وانا جبت شويه رمل الرمل ده مش هيستخدم في القداس واخد بالك فدي تقدمه يبقى التقدمه دي اللي هي البرودر وورد تشمل جواها القرابين والذبائح فالتقدمه لو واحد مثلا عنده عربيه وجاب اتوبيس للكنيسه ده تقدم اما القربان هو ما يستخدم في العبادة ما أتقرب به لله مش كده زي ما قلت لك في أشيط القرابين يقول لك البخور والكتب القراءة وأوان المزبح أما الذبيحة زي ما الكتاب شرح الجسد ذبيحة رفع اليد في الجسد في الصلاة ذبيحة صمر الشفاه لما بعترف لربنا وبسبحه دي ذبيحة التسبيح فالدائرة الداخلية هي الذبيحة الأوسع منها قربان 
الأوضح منها التقديمة فلما أنا بس مجرد عندي حساسية من كلمة وضحيانا فبغيرها لكلمة تقديماتنا ده يعني حساسية مش 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 مظبوطة قوي لأني أنا كده بلغي مفهوم الذبيحة اللي فيها الذب يعني الواحد بيذبح نفسه وبستبدلها بمجرد تقديم هو أنا ممكن أكون فاهم ده بس المتلقي المتلقي اللي هيسمع كلمه هيفهمها ازاي؟ امحوا الذنب بالتعليم ما لازم نشرح الناس يعني ايه ذبيحه؟ طب طب شيل بقى كلمه ذبيحه من الكتاب المقدس. يعني ما انت عندك كلمه ذبيحه موجوده كذا مره في الكتاب المقدس. طب يعني احنا يبقى نعمل ايه؟ نشرح للناس يعني ايه ذبيحه ولا نشيل الكلمه علشان ونحط كلمه الناس تفهمها؟ لا عشان كده في المرض اللي انت بتتكلم عليه بروزفكسستي ايبرتون اجيون تيميون ثورون توتون كي فيسيون فيسيون من سيسيا سيسيا اللي هي ذبيحه فيسيون ايمون كي بروسفيرونتون فعشان كده هتلاقيها حتى في كابتك ريدر احنا مخلينها ضحيانا اللي هي الترجمه السليمه لكلمه فيسيا مش تقديمات ترجمة السليمة سيسية يعني ذبائح. طبعا يعني the meaning of the hymn in general that's what important so Miguel speak about our Lord Jesus Christ the high priest so the church through the readings and through the hymnology preparing us during the Holy Great Fast to how the Lord Jesus Christ will offer him himself on the cross as a high priest and as sacrifice. He is the high priest and the sacrifice. So even if I don't understand every single word because I'm focusing on the Elhazet, uh, on the hymn itself, until I, يعني I master it and I, I, I know it very well. But at least while I'm chanting, the meaning itself, not even every single word, but the meaning of the whole hymn is in my mind. When I say Tinin, if I don't know every single word, but in my mind, how the three uh, young men were in the furnace of the fire, and a fourth one, son of God, appeared to them, turned the fire, into uh, dew and and how they were praising God in the middle of the fire and actually God accepted them as a sacrifice in in this uh, while they were in the furnace that's the summary of, of the hymn so even if I'm not focusing on the meaning literally every word tinin means what etc but the, the, I, I, while I'm praising I am reflecting and thinking about the, the, the meaning of the hymn. And then, as you said, when I master a hymn, it, it will be easy to reflect on, on, on word by word. And the second question I have um, about ideas to get the congregation engaged 
when we chanted on him, and last night he told me about that you did sometimes flyers or um, papers to distribute on the congregation with maybe a few words or meditation on the meaning of him. Um, so any ideas like that, and also same for the readings, especially the, the epistles. They're very, very difficult, and I personally do not understand any epistle unless I had already read it before and knew the background. But is there anything similar, like uh, two lines in the beginning, for example, today in, in San Catholic uh, okay, there was a problem uh, between uh, the rich and poor in, in, the, in the church, and San uh, um, John is, Victor is, is addressing this problem. Is there any, anything the church has, like two lines that the reader can read in the beginning to give some background? يعني طالما جبت سيرة أبا غريغوريوس الله ينح نفسه يعني بيشوف غريغوريوس used actually مثلا when we chant him like مغالو he used actually to read it after this in Arabic in Egypt بس مثلا كان read it in English so if people did not pay attention and he used to give a comment maybe in one or two minutes maximum I'm not gonna give so many sermons and this may be first time يعني in the first week not not every week نفس الكلام مثلا يعني sometimes when I attend يعني when I was priest in Dallas مثلا قبل ما كنا بنقول لحن تنين في السهر كنت أقف أشرح للناس وقلهم you know that's the meaning I want you to notice how this him goes goes very 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 high and then goes down and goes high so it's like the the flames of the fire you know يعني the composition of of the him and نيافة الأنبا دوماديوس اللي هو أسقف 6 أكتوبر لو كان قبل كده بنا زكريا السورياني he published many books about how the hymns the music of the hymn fit and matches the meaning of the hymn he mentioned things about I think he published a book about the St. Bezir liturgy and another book about Big Thronos your throne O Lord and actually he analyzed every uh, word and, and this word, how the, the music corresponds to this word. This which entered into the world, you have destroyed. In the Coptic, destroyed Akshar Shorf. So how it said, Nul'i, See the beginning. It's like you're holding a hammer and you are destroying. You know, so it, it, it matches. For in the litany of the gospel, for you are the life of us all. حياتنا كلنا the hope of us all لما نيجي عند نقول the hope of us all the music goes up and and as if يعني the hope lift us up to 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 the heaven نقول إيه إن صغار بين أن خيتيرو نم بين أن جيتيرو نم تن هلبستيرو that's uh, uh, for you are the hope of us all. Unfortunately, because we say in English, the beauty of the music in the Coptic 
وي لوست ات لكن يعني برضه يور ايديا ان احنا كان مثلا قبل الصوم الكبير وكان اكشلي برنت بامفلت واي ويل سي مثلا الليل ويا اي اي اخون اي انتر انتو يور هاوس ان وات ذا مينينج ان واي وي سي ميغالو واخد بالك ان وي كان ميك ذيس بامفلتس افيلابل سو بيبول كان ريد ذيس بامفلتس ان اندرستاند واي انا اي شانت ميغالو ليه بغير بول الليل ويا اي اخون بدل ما بنقول مثلا ليليا جي اف مافي ولا فاي بي بي ليه بنقول تيشوري ما نقولش تيشوري برضه مثلا ذا صاليز في الميد نايت بريزز فيري فيري بيوتيفول بتاعت صندي فيري فيري بيوتيفول فيري ديب يعني يعني نو بادي اكشلي كان ليسن تو ذي صاليز اور براي وذ ذي صاليز ان ات ويل نوت تاتش هيز هارت اند موف هيز هارت فكنيستنا فيري ريتش بات وي نيد اكشلي إن إحنا to present the richness and the beauty of the hymnology and, and the praises to the people. ده واحد عنده زي ما يكون واحد عنده كنز treasure and hiding it. And, and يعني just present to the people the box. هو just regular box that's a treasure hidden inside it. So people just, they see a box. But we need actually to get this treasure outside the box and presented to the people so they will enjoy the hymns and the praises of the church. Any resources for this in the masters? Masada Bina, Nara, Hagadi, and our side, Masada Bina, 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 مقالة مثلا ليه بنقول الليل يا إيه إخون في الصوم الكبير بدل الليل يا جي إفمي في إيه كانت اتنشرت في مجلة للشمامسة زمان وكده لكن يعني أنا أعتقد يعني إذران ميني ميني بيبول يعني إحنا وإحنا صارت مثلا ناخد سيزون بسيزون ومثلا دلوقتي نبريبير فور ذا خولي 50 دايز وبعدين بعدين نبريبير فور ذا فاست اوف ذا بوصل أنا أعطي سام ريسيرش أنا أسك سام ديكونز أو سام فاذرز تورايت يعني عن ارتكلز اي ثينك كل الحاجات دي يعني انا ما بنخترعش حاجه الحاجات دي موجوده بس وي نيد بقى تو تو ديج اند فايند ات اند اند ببلش ات او ميك ات اورجانيز ات يعني يا ود يو مايند انسرينج Better sacrifices, uh, offering, uh, because there's sensitivity for the Arabic word, so they do want to use it. So they want to replace the Arabic word dahiana with sacrifice. My, my response was no, I don't agree on this, because the word thisiya, thisiyon, means sacrifice, and I differentiated between three things. Uh, sacrifices, three things were used in the scripture. Sacrifices, uh, oblation, or qurban, and uh, offering. You know? Sacrifices means you sacrifice something. In the Old Testament, there was shed of blood as you sacrifice an animal. But in the New Testament, uh, Roman 12, you sacrifice your body when you fast, When you pray, when you stand for a long time, here you are sacrificing your body. 
also we say sacrifice of praise. Uh, in Hebrews, uh, let us offer to him the fruit of our lips, the sacrifice of praise. Also, St. Paul spoke about helping the needy uh, uh, is, is also a sacrifice. So that is the inner circle sacrifice. The outer circle, what we call it qurban or oblation, that what we present, presented to the Lord, in, in, mainly in liturgical prayer. So if I bring some candles to the church, it is urban. If I, urban is not only the bread that we eat it. If I bring some candles, some incense, even the book of readings, that's why for litany for the oblation, we say incense, oil, book of readings, all this, we use it in the liturgy and we present it to the Lord. But offering is a broader term. Offering anything you offer. For example, if uh, you offered a bus to the church, we're not going to use it in the liturgy. So it's not a qurban. You know, and maybe you are a very rich person, so you did not sacrifice. Maybe that is, you know, so you offered it. So it's not a sacrifice, but it's offering. So offering is a broader term. Inside it, there is qurban, and inside the urban or oblation, there is sacrifice. So when we replace sacrifice with offering, I'm, I'm, I'm not accurate in the translation. In what I am eliminating the idea of sacrifice. In the West, people, they don't want to sacrifice. And if I stood five minutes and I got tired, I would sit without thinking. Brahm St. Paul in Romans, offer your body as a sacrifice. It's okay to be tired and to stand. It's okay to feel hungry and you say, no, I'm not going to eat until 3 p.m. Actually, I don't think, يعني, very, very few who stand during the Great Fast. Everybody, they wake up in the morning, drink their coffee, as if nothing. Because the idea of sacrificing is not there. Uh, prostrations, how many of us do, who do prostration? If I, I feel tired, خلاص, I'm not going to do prostration. But when actually you sweat and, and you are short of breath because of the prostration, in the Good Friday, I have 400 prostration. Who, who does them? None. Because now we are very, very careful not to sacrifice. Even with money, if I need the money, the first thing that I will take it off is my tithe. I will pay my tithe. We have the story of the woman who paid the two mites all what she had. She had nothing. I was in Egypt last week and Bishop Yohannes of Asyut told us a very يعني, touching story. There, there is a woman who made a vow uh, to pay 10 Egyptian pounds every year. So all she had was 10 Egyptian pounds. So she went to the monastery and she met Ambianis and she gave him the 10 Egyptian pounds 
And after she gave him the 10 Egyptian pound, she told him, but uh, I, I don't have money to go back to my home. So Sayyidina, يعني, in his يعني, generosity, يعني, he, she came and, and she gave the vow. So he gave her five Egyptian pounds. To you no. And I need only one Egyptian pound because that is the cost uh, to go back home. I tried to tell her, but uh, you are my daughter, so I'm giving you this. She refused and she insisted to take only one. And she told him, next year, God willing, when I come, I will bring 11 Egyptian pounds. As if she took this as Salaf Man Rabbin. So the story uh, of, of the lady who gave two mites still exists until now. But we have the consumer mentality. Uh, one of the observations during the COVID time, we have American churches and American Coptic churches and Coptic churches. Most of the American churches, uh, the attendants are the younger generation. Who actually make very good money. And most of the Coptic churches attended by just, you know, people who came from Egypt and immigrant, etc. So before COVID, the income of the American Coptic churches was much, much more than any regular Coptic church because all of them are young professionals and they donate uh, generously and give to the church. During the time of COVID, all the regular Coptic churches, their donation, most of them exceeded, did not go down because the people said the churches are closed, who will pay the expenses of the churches, the mortgage, etc. So in most of the churches, the income went up, not down. Most of the American Coptic churches, the income went down, not up. Why? Because of the consumer mentality. During this time, I did not get anything from the church. Why should I pay? It's the consumer mentality. Okay. So if I understand that giving is a sacrifice, no matter, it's not related to anything, it's a worship, I will not think this way. Even if, I, if I'm taking allowance from my parents, if I took $10, I will give the church $1. You know? That's sacrifice. So eliminating this word and replacing with another word that doesn't carry the meaning of sacrifice, I, I see it's very risky because I'm eliminating a very important principle, which is how to sacrifice. And, and, and in the New Testament, many, many times, many examples about sacrifice. Understand now? Yeah. Three very, very quick questions. Um, the first one, uh, when we say what those to read, um, when we say recite the names, um, who's supposed to be reciting the names? The readers. We write the name of the 117 popes and we sit, put them in the altar. Uh, from St. Mark to Pope Shenouda. Yes, 
and, and one of the readers should take this list and, and read them silently, inaudibly. Yes. If you don't have it here, uh, just print it, put it on the altar, and one of the readers should read it during this time. The second one. Sure. Um, uh, with the procession around the altar, the three processions um, during the liturgy of the word, um, there's three litanies that are prayed inaudibly. Why, why those specifically? What are the three? Because I've heard two different like lists. Um, like what are the three things that are prayed, and then why those three specifically? Why these three litanies? These are called the three short litanies, and we we pray them in in many different uh, times, yani. Uh, and correspond to them the three long litanies we pray before a reconciliation prayer. So these three litanies are very important to our worship because we pray for the peace of the church, we pray for the leaders, the patriarch and the bishops of, of the church, and we pray for the assemblies, you know, to assemble together. So it's not time to pray for the air of heaven or, you know, for, for other things. But that's why the church uh, used these three litanies uh, during the procession of the saints. So while Abuna is going around and sensing the, the altar, he's praying that the church will be peaceful, uh, the leaders of the church will be wise and faithful and to keep the church open and, uh, yeah, and for assemblies. So we are sensing the altar. While we are sensing the altar, we are praying for this which is related to the service in the altar. But actually there, are, there is a fourth uh, litany, fourth response. It, it, it is said before the starting of the procession, when Abuna actually, when the deacon present the Shoria, the censor to Abuna, um, there is an audible prayer, Abuna said, which is different in, uh, in Vesper from Matins, from the Purim letter. And there is a response for the deacon. If you have your Coptic reader, I will show it to you. Liturgy and then go to the Vespers. And then go to number 20. Number 20, we will Abuna will say the prayer for the Vesper. Let's start, O Christ our God, the great, awesome, and true, the only begotten Son. Pray for our sacrifice. The word sacrifice, did, did you find it? Yeah. Pray for our sacrifice and those who have brought it. So, while you are presenting the Shuriya Labuna, this prayer you need to say pray for our sacrifice and those who have brought it and then you hold the cross and do the procession around the altar the last one also okay um, uh, you know sometimes when we're doing the reading of the gospel we enter through the royal door um, or after we read one of the readings we enter through the royal door to, to take the blessing of the, of the, of the, level of the priest or the bishop um, are we supposed to enter through the royal door at this time the only time for the deacon yani, should enter through the royal door after the litany of the gospel while he is holding the cross 
and the gospel. Uh, he represents Joseph and, and Mary uh, carrying the baby Jesus. So he enters first, and then Abuna, Simon the priest, represents Simon the priest, enters, and then he holds the gospel in front of the, uh, of the deacon as uh, he holds the baby Jesus from the hand of, of Mary and Joseph and go procession around the altar while he is saying, now, your, um, oh my master or Lord, let your servant depart in peace according, um, uh, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, etc. So that's the only one and it has a meaning here. He represents the Holy Family carrying the baby Jesus, the, the, the Word of God. And then Abuna hold from him the Holy Gospel, like Simon the priest, he carried Jesus, the baby Jesus on his arm, and doing, going around the altar while he said, Now, O Lord, let your servant depart in peace according to your word. That's the only time. Any other time, deacons, when they enter, they should enter from side doors, not from the royal door. What are you using? What? Bohere Coptic. Bohere Coptic. Yeah, why? for a very long time, starting from Pope Kirillus the Fourth, the father of Reformation in the Coptic Church, from his time he made some, yani amendment to the Coptic language. From this time, the Buharic uh, Coptic is used. All the cantors recorded the hymns in the Buharic Coptics. Then later on in, in, in the last century, some scholars start actually to يعني, uh, make some research and they, يعني, it's wonderful research. And they present to us the Coptic. But if 99% of the people know it, it will be confusing. That's why we go, especially it's not doctrine, it's not dogma. And any English develop, يعني, English, uh, sorry, any language develop. And if you read, for English of Shakespeare, it's totally different than the, the English that we are using right now. Even during our time, they mustn't start to write words night, N-I-T-E, but N-I-G-E-T. And the abbreviation here, uh, يعني, so develops the Greek. If you read the Greek text for the New Testament, it's totally different than the contemporary Greek. So, uh, you know, that's the original Greek, and we need to change the Greek. Or that's the original English, Shakespeare, and we need to use this as our language. Yeah, it, it would be very difficult. Is there like a fear that there are things that will be lost, like old traditions that are only recorded in Sahidic Coptic? Or, I'm not sure that there is, but are there, is there some sort of... Because I've also heard, I'm sure you know, there's a guy named Daniel Gerkes, I'm sure you know, in New Jersey. And there are some like old um, tunes that are not sang anymore that he's like revived. Is that... Definitely, we, we, many things were lost. Uh, but thank God in Homa, if they can find now the tunes or somebody knows these hymns, they are recording it, uh, and, and they are making a big, big effort in 
restoring what was lost. يعني مثلا there is application called Coptic Hymns. Are you aware of this application? It's it's very good application actually. Coptic Hymns, yes. And sincere liturgy, we lost most of the hymns, but according to the introduction to sincere liturgy here, they said in the introduction they were able to restore. I'm going to use the word most, but I think they said all the hymns from cantors and priests, they memorized these hymns, and now they kept it to us. You know, so, and I like to thank all these people who are doing effort to record our heritage, especially the heritage that was about to be lost. This, I appreciate this effort very, very much. يعني especially I personally love hymns of the church and I appreciate it. So I appreciate this effort very, very much. Okay. What's happening now in all the Coptic church? When you ordain Absaltos, he does what the Archdeacon does. Like today, we ordained a young Absaltos. داخل الهيكل وصلنا and participated actually he should not and كيف على الحصل النهاردة بسميت that is common in 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 all the Coptic church and then actually يعني we ordain absaltos and after few years لنا سيدنا ordain them agnostos what is the difference ماهو زي يردو everything Well, after a few years, or ten them some tea. After a few years, or ten them tea. What's the difference now? Yeah, it's already doing what the archdeacon is doing. So I met with the young groups of the people, and I met with the clergy and the southern diocese. Well, I think we have two options. One option is just to ordain only absaltos, and he does everything. I don't need actually to ordain him Ognosis after this. I don't need to ordain him Subdeacon after this. Why you are doing this? Or to actualize the ranks. So Absaltus will be Absaltus, Ognosis will be Ognosis, Reader will be Reader, Chanter will be Chanter, etc. And after I explained to them, the majority from the congregation and the majority from the people, the clergy, supported the idea to actualize the ranks. Actualize, make it actual, make it real. So the chanter will be chanting only. The reader will be reading. If you are in a higher rank, you can do what's, reader can read and chant, etc. But we have two issues, two problems with this. Weekdays, sometimes during the weekdays, you don't have the subdeacon and you don't have the deacon and they have And the other issue about the deacon, the full deacon, deacon according to the canon of the church, should be fully consecrated, like Abuna. Wearing black doesn't work in the world at all. So to have full deacons, 
برضو دي محتاجة الناس to be consecrated full time and available by every literature so in order to solve these two issues I said temporarily we can allow the subdeacon to do what the deacon does يعني to serve in the altar and we will let this only on Sunday يعني the church will allow only the subdeacons serve on Sunday but during weekdays Absaltus and Gnosis can serve in the altar why ask the churches if you have enough subdeacons to serve in the altar every Sunday then I will ordain subdeacon to this church but if you don't have enough subdeacons and I must say if you have only one subdeacon or two subdeacons then if I ordain them وبعدين ما جوش one Sunday then we will be forced to allow Psaltus and Gnosis خش then what is the point to ordain subdeacon يعني if, if the Psaltus in this church because they don't have big congregation they don't have enough subdeacon what is the point they are already serving at the altar but once we ordain subdeacon no Psaltus no Gnosis serve in the altar on Sunday on Sunday and on Vespers on Saturday night. And we said uh, this should be by the sole recommendation of Abuna, uh, and they have to take exam. Uh, and, and we thought in Homabardo their Batrashid will be golden to distinct them from the, the rest of the deacons. So when I go to the church, And Abuna, uh, we want to promote people to be subdeacons. Okay, Abuna, do you have enough subdeacons in this church to serve every Sunday? Or no? Then you will allow Absaltus and Gnosis to serve on Sunday? Of course, or no? <laughs> But then why? Yani, why the idea of promoting? We are not here in, in a company promoting. You not get a raise with subdeacons. <laughs> But when there is enough subdeacons yani, in the church, then we will ordain subdeacons. And they will be responsible. Then I want to actualize the reading. And, and also in these churches, no Psaltus reads on Sunday. Only the readers read on Sunday. And, and the Psaltus should chant. So that is the idea behind the, the ranks of the church. And, and, and I pray and I wish, and I'm not sure if this is going to happen in my lifetime or not, but I pray and wish these different ranks be actualized in the church. So we'll have deacons, subdeacons. We replaced the, the chanters with the church choir. And in many churches, they train the choirs more than they train the chanters. And we replaced the readers was Sunday school servant. And actually, any Sunday school servant should be a reader because reader reads and explains. Any Sunday school servant should be a reader. And we were in Ambatoni Shobra, any one who comes to Sunday school will be ordained to Ognostos. And no one ordained to Ognostos except those uh, who are serving in Sunday school. No one was ordained Reader, except those who are serving in Sunday school. Uh, except the female servants. Yeah. 
we replaced the subdeacon with a kashafa, scout. They directed to the Knesset, subdeacon, organize the people, play group kashafa. And I said, when the kashafa organized the liturgy, they said, the liturgy is in the Knesset. No, we're in the Knesset. Maybe the kashafa outside the liturgy. When I encourage the scout, I, I, I'm not against it, I don't misunderstand, I'm against it. But in the liturgy, I have a rank called subdeacon. I should actualize this rank instead of bringing kashafa and, and, and uh, scout to organize the liturgy. That is the role of the subdeacon. And we replaced the deacon with the board of deacons. And it's called board of deacons, fully consecrated, dedicated to the service. That's what we read in, in chapter 7 from Book of Acts. They ordained seven deacons for the administrative and financial. And the full deacon responsible for financial administrative besides serving in the altar. Now many churches allow, ordain full deacon عشان يساعد in administering the blood. And I'm refusing the Southern Diocese to do this. And other, I will ordain a full deacon and to be responsible as a full deacon for financial administration beside his service in the altar or not. I'm not going to just ordain واحد عشان يناول دم. And the archdeacon, in charge of organizing all the services, now is replaced by some school coordinator. So, خلاص, احنا عندنا a new structure دلوقتي. I'm not against it. But if we are happy with the new structure, then what is the point to ordain absaltus, chanter, then reader, then subtee? What's the purpose of doing all of this? And already as absaltus, he is doing all of this. So either to actualize it or just to ordain absaltus and that's it. I have another question. Yeah. So some churches, I've seen variations all over. Rest versus Sunday school, sometimes none of the deacons were tenuous. Sometimes in some churches, only the deacon responding was a Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also in other cases, even if you're a homonosco, you don't wear your red machine for vespers. What's, what's the correct thing to do? They ask the question. If we have only deacons serving at the altar, full deacon, the deacon will be dressed in black. When he goes inside the altar, he will go with his black dress, so he doesn't need to, to wear tony. Right? But now, since we don't have full deacons, we youth, we, we children, uh, and serve in the altar. What do you call it? Strapped jeans. مثلا لابس تيشيرت حاطط عليه صورة مثلا ممثلة مثلا بعدين داخل بيه الهيك فازاي يعني مش المفروض يجي بيهم كنيسة يعني المفروض يجي الكنيسة بلبس محترم يعني شوف انت النهارده كلكم لابسين لبس حلو يعني لبس محترم يعني لبس كويس لكن تخيل فعلا بيجوا اولاد كده يعني بلبس غير محترم في الكنيسة بعدين يكون هو ده الديكن الوحيد في يخش يخدم في الكنيسة سو يسيرف انسايز اوف so Pope Shenhuda said, no. يعني, if we don't have uh, full deacon, so at least the deacon inside the altar 
with the Tonya. As a sign of respect to the altar. So, as you said, there is variation. Should only the deacon in the altar, while all the deacons. So the church, it will be good if all the deacons are dressed as, as deacons. Especially if there is procession and for one of the saints, deacon will So, all of them, originally and traditionally, the tonya is for the divine liturgy. Not for Vesper and not for Matins. But we are, to, yeah, we are trying to correct something wrong by another thing. <laughs> About that, but Rachel, and I don't know, maybe they are feel comfortable with Hesmus and safe on their shoulders so they don't worry. But Elognosism of Rudirbis, but Rachel Vitao, Elabsaltus, Nagarbot Rachel, and everybody in his rank should actually be dressed yeah, according to the rank of his rank. إحنا برضو بنعمل كده يعني كأسافر عشان إما I'm not blaming يعني مثلا many times يعني me as a bishop I'm not visited as a bishop sometimes وده وده it's not humbleness يعني إحنا when we visited it's the honor of 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 the sacrifice the honor of the king whom we are serving so if I'm saying no no I'm not gonna wear my vestments uh, because, you know, I'm humble. No, it's not humbleness. Actually, we should wear it in honor of uh, God, whom we are serving and approaching his altar. So, I was wondering, We I know in our church we have three liturgies. Uh, the liturgy of St. Basil, the liturgy of St. Gregorian, and the liturgy of St. Cyril, which was uh, revised from the original one by St. Mark. And I was wondering, why was it revised and when will we ever use it? It was short and there was a need to add more litanies People grow in their spirit, you know, like in the fourth century, after 400 years. They felt the need, they want to spend more time in church, more time praising God. So that's why I said Cyril, you know, revised it and expanded, actually. That, that's what he did. He expanded this liturgy. But now it's a very long liturgy. That's why it's not used. But the tradition says, that in, in, in common days, you pray St. Basil, in feast day, pray St. Gregory, and during fast, especially the Holy Great Fast, pray St. Sir. But now people are not patient enough to, 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 to endure a long liturgy uh, like St. Sir. That's why I mean, we, we pray St. Basil all the time, because it is short. Like in uh, Yani, I hope one day we can go back, we can pray St. Cyril during, you know, the great fast, St. Gregory during feast, and, and, and so on. Uh, 